podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Welcome to another episode of North London Is, where Julian and Perry discuss, debate and banter about their beloved Tottenham and Arsenal, as well as the main Premier League talking points. Hello and welcome to another episode of North London Is. Just to remind you, we are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and TikTok. Um, Before we get going, though, I know this is predominantly a Spurs and Arsenal podcast, but I think it'd be wrong for us not to mention the Lioness reaching the World Cup final. Um, Didn't quite get there in the end, but uh, great achievement, though. Fantastic achievement. Um, Very Spursy at the end, you know, (laughs) kind of just not quite getting over the line. Actually, in all honesty, I I watched a little bit of it. I didn't watch all of it. I watched the majority of the final, but the World Cup, I didn't watch that much of it. Um, but I did think England weren't as good as Spain anyway. Um, and no, I, I thought, thought Spain deserved to win on the day. Yeah. Well, definitely on the day, Spain were better. Um, I think the, the game is growing. Um, lots of injuries England had, by the way, going into this World Cup. Very Arsenal. Very, very Arsenal. Lots of injuries. Um, <laughs> I can see you laughing already. No, but in all seriousness, we were unlucky. We were unlucky. Yeah, no, listen, it was a great okay. effort. And it yeah. was a shame, you know, like the men's in the Euros, they just couldn't get over the line. But uh, yeah. never mind. Yeah. Well played. Um, let's talk about the main match of the weekend. Big right. Angie's home debut against the mighty Manchester United. And uh, everyone said it was going to be all doom and gloom. And uh, Spurs pulled it out the hat, didn't they? Pez? Hold on, hold on. You predicted a 2-1 win. So you were basically right. And I predicted a 1-0. Um, <laughs> I thought, I have watched a lot of the game, not the complete 90 minutes, but I've watched a lot of the game. And I think that Spurs fans are getting very, very, very excited. I can understand why, because I think that you've been under a lot of stress with the Harry Kane situation the last few years with Conte and Mourinho, whether you were, you you know, remember it wasn't long ago, you were fourth and, you know, third favourites to win the league. Um, I thought Basuma has looked very, very good the first two games of the season Saar I like last year. I think he's got, I think he's a good player. Madison, obviously silky on the ball. But, oh, come on. I mean, some of what I'm reading on Twitter. It's between us and City. Okay. <laughs> hey, I challenge you. I challenge you to show me those tweets where any Spurs fan has said they're going to win the league. What you're getting confused with is we're not getting excited that we're going to win the league. We're excited that we're seeing, at last, after Jose, Nuno and Conte... You're back to Poch. You're back to we Poch. are seeing exciting football. And the stats, you know, the, stat, the stats are proving that. You know, we've had, uh, you know, in the final third, we are way above where we were above Conte and Mourinho and even above where we were in Poch's day. So, listen, I'm not getting... I'm personally not getting carried away. It's two games. And you can, we've had one-off good results in the past and it was a good result against 
lot of people think United are going to be top four contenders. Um, I certainly haven't seen that this season in their games against Wolves and us. But uh, I think the excitement is, you know, we are, considering we sold Kane only a few days before, the atmosphere at, at the Spurs, what Big Ange has done in a very, very short space of time is somehow on the back of Kane leaving, he has united a bit what Arteta had did with the Arsenal fans. He's united the fans behind the team. Um, and there is now a a feel-good factor. Um, yeah, I did hear. I, listen, obviously, I know a lot of people that went to your game. I've spoken to a few people. I, I mean, it wasn't atmosphere. that atmosphere. We haven't seen that atmosphere since we beat you 3-0 in 2020. And what? you needed the ref's help then. Because I want to get on, and this is going to be a reoccurring theme. And I'm not saying that it was all anti-Man uh, United, because I actually thought that uh, there were moments when Spurs, the ref, was was pathetic in your game. I mean, last night, we're going to come on to that. But he was wrong. <laughs> I thought Romero uh, is a 50-50. I thought you could have had a penalty as well. But going back to, forget the refs at the moment, because I'm sure people who are listening don't want to hear us going on and on about the refs. I am going to be going on and on about the refs. I know, as you often do. <laughs> but Man United, terrible. Terrible first two games. I mean, they look really, really bad. I I thought the first half, the first 30 minutes, that they could be too up. Should they? Exactly. Now, (laughs) Angie's system is very much inverted, fullbacks, very Arteta, very Guardiola. Yes, he was doing it at Celtic. So I'm not saying he was, you know, he's copying Arteta. Of course he's not. You know, know, inverted fullback, but it left you open. And I thought Vicario made a fantastic save uh, from, was it Bruno? It was a great save, but you were open. And I think had Man United had somebody who could put the ball in the net, because I think they're going to struggle to put the ball in the net at the moment, I think you would have been 2-0 down. And I think it would have been a very different game. I think I don't understand, on the basis of what I'd seen in every other game this season, why Romero wasn't a penalty. Do I think it was a penalty? No. I think it's ludicrous if you give a penalty for that. But on the basis of what I'm watching... In it's funny you say day, that because I'm I'm where I sit with my boys. I'm in the West Lower and I'm sort of equal with the penalty yeah. uh, box. I initially thought that was handball. Um, and when it went to VAR, uh, I, I thought it was going to be given. Um, yeah. And I was pleasantly surprised when I watched it on Match of the Day and even hearing Roy Keane thoughts saying it wasn't a penalty. The problem is none of us know what is a penalty and what isn't. What's I, don't, I just don't think you can give that as a penalty. But what I'm saying is in the other games I watched, I think it was Fulham-Brentford, they gave an identical, you know, they gave it anyway. It, it, listen, penalties, whatever. Tottenham in the second half were far better. Basuma and Saar against Casemiro, uh, Fernandez and who was the other guy? I mean, Mason Mount. He, oh my he was God. I mean, I've never seen such a poor midfield performance from Basuma let alone a Man player. United player. I yeah. mean, Basuma looks the player that you signed from Brighton that we all wanted. Saar has got a lot of energy, but Manchester United's midfield, I mean, it was utterly shocking. The number of times I saw Saar and Basuma. Just a little swivel and turn past Casemiro and Mount. I mean, I'm sorry. 
That is not good enough if you're Manchester United. No, and although Spurs were very good in the second half, we, bl- we blew them away. Second half. We blew them away. I mean, what is criminal hand. is, you know, looking at it now is Conte's treatment of both Basuma and Saar. Um, Bas- Did you not Basuma, rate Saar? Did you not rate Saar? Yeah, I mean, Saar came on um, and he played. Where's he from, in, by the way? Where's he, he from? Uh, oh God, you got me there. Um, no, I don't we, mean what club is he from. I think what what nationality is he? Because I don't even know what nationality he is. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Because he's going to go to the African nations, isn't it? He is. He is. Yeah, because uh, Basuma is from is Basuma from Mali. I think so. Yes. Yeah. But we so played Sar. We played Sar against AC Milan um, yeah. in the Champions League at the San Siro, and uh, it was him and Skip. I don't know if you remember. He probably didn't watch Champions League last year, um, no. but um, and he played very well. You know, he, he had a he solid all right against us. You know, and he played all right against you. Uh, but Conte never played him again. All right, and Basuma, Conte didn't want to know him last year. I mean, okay, he got a nasty injury towards the end, um, so he was injured. But he, as you say, he's now playing like he was playing for Brighton. Uh, Madison, he, he played very very well, and I thought the energy that you had in the second half absolutely dominated Manchester United. My worry as well for Spurs, though, will be, as as well as the, the kind of... And it's not just banter here. I think there is an element of an overreaction. But I, I did not think that Son or Richarlison played that well. No. I thought Kuliszewski at times... Second half, he played well. Yeah, Kuliszewski... He created the first goal. Play. I would he give Solomon... A, you, I would give Solomon a chance. I thought that when he came on... He looked interesting, but I worry about Son. Uh, I'm sure he'll have a game when he'll score four goals in one game and then he'll go on a run of two games. But I, I would imagine Spurs surely have got to be buying another striker or we, not necessarily another centre-forward, but a forward. I think they are. I mean, the rumours that you, you you hear on social media is they are definitely looking at a, a striker, stroke, winger, Um I definitely think that's a position that we need. I mean, we've had Brentford and United, two tricky, you know, games. Yeah. And, no, and, no, you no. Know, I think I think the promising thing is, I don't think really Son and Richardson and Kulu to a certain degree, they have clicked at all. Um, so if they do click, I think the formation that Big Ange sets us up, we are going to concede. You know, he plays mm. risk football. Um, and there are times it's going to be, you know, we're going to get thumped three or four one. I'm, I'm sure of it. Uh, but when it comes off, um, you know, our goalie takes so much risks. Um, he's a sweeper keeper to yeah. my heart to my mouth. Your left back looks good. Your new left back, a, do- a-, a doggy, a doggy, a doggy, a poogie, or whatever his name is. How much was your doggy in the window? <laughs> Decent. Decent he looks good. player. He looks good. And I thought, yeah. I actually thought Porro played well. Porro played, yeah. He had a few. He had a few scary moments. Yeah, he, makes, the- he, he reminds me a little bit, and you're going to say what an insult of Emmanuel Abue. Uh, he can go forward, and he looks good, but I would be nervous about him defensively. Yeah. But listen, there's no question, especially as you know, I'm sure you know this. You haven't got any type of European competition this season that in midweek you're going to be able to rest players. And I think Spurs, I did say without Kane, I didn't think you've got a chance of getting top four. But I have to say, even after two games, there is 
But when you look at Manchester United, when you look at Chelsea, yeah, no, listen. When you look at Man United and you look at Chelsea, I mean, Chelsea, I thought played very. I know we're not going to we're going to come on to Chelsea, but Man United at the moment, if they don't get that checkbook out again, and this kid that obviously they they were missing for the first two games, this kid that they've invested a lot of money in, but he's not going to walk in and he's not going to score. I mean, he only scored points. nine goals last yeah. year. You know, yeah. I mean, that so, is, and he's young. seventy-two million. That's yeah. a big. But Rashford risk. can't play through the middle. Rashford needs to be coming in from the left or the right. I think um, Anthony is one of the most annoying footballers I've ever watched in my life. If I was a Man United fan, he's just so annoying. He's got talent, but he's not, you know, he's not the player. Um, Mason Mount, I, I don't get it. I'm, I'm, I, I reserve huge judgment on that. And I really think that Casemiro, for the first two games of the season, unless he's carrying an injury... They've got a major problem there because that was their player last year. He was well, their listen, only player. You know, this isn't a Man United podcast. Let's no. get on to your game last night. Wow. Um, a, wow. A, grit, a, a gritty 1-0. I mean, are you a bit concerned? Are you a little bit concerned? I'm not I'm, I'm not taking the mickey here. You know, Forest and Palace last year, the corresponding fixtures, you won 7-0 on aggregate. Yeah. You know, these yeah. two fixtures, you're 3-1 you're, you're up. On accurate. Well, what so I like, you're not, you're not, like, you're not quite clicking. No, I think. Well, we've talked about the Forest game. I think Crystal Palace last night. Um, we are not clicking from an attacking point of view. I think you know. Look, is our best attacker Gabriel Jesus? I don't know. I, I'd probably say our most important attacking player is 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 you know Star Boy Saka. <clears throat> but he is, for me, although I thought Nketiah had a decent game last night, we do miss Jesus. I also think that we are playing a system at the moment because we are missing Zinchenko. And I know, in fact, the Lord, he came in last night where we've swapped the new boy Timber already out for the season. Incredible that. But we'll come back into injuries in a second. Timber's out. So he, he's playing Party, who I think is still our best midfielder. He's playing him at right back. He's inverting him to come into the middle. Last night, he started Tomiyasu, who is no Zinchenko. And I think we're a little bit muddly with where we are. But what I loved about us last night, even when we went down to 10 men for about 40 minutes, if you include all the extra time, I think I think Palace had one or two chances. And let me tell you, I'd pay another 50 million jewels for that boy from West Ham, Declan. He is a proper, proper player. He, he had a great. Game. He had a great game last night, and yeah. I'll tell you what I liked about Arsenal. And I, you know, a lot of people. Say it through gritty teeth. Yeah, yeah. No, you know, even before the final whistle, when you were blocking things for corners, your defenders and goalies were celebrating like it was a game in March, April, right? Yeah. And and yeah. that is the determination that you need. You need that mentality. Selhurst on a midweek evening under the floodlights. I think it was Roy Hodgson's first defeat at home. Well, we beat them 4-0 last season. At, 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 at yeah, Paris. but that was, what's his name? I think it was old Pat's, wasn't it? Oh, my mate Patrick Vieira was the manager. At I know. The oh, the, yes, the Arsenal. Yeah, manager. he was. I'm telling you, it was, it was Roy Hodgson. I'm not sure if that was Pat or, 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 or Hodgson. Uh, but, no, 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 um, I think it was Pat. I'm, I'm almost certain it was Pat. I thought Listen, you played well. I thought you played well. I, I, thought, Ry I, I thought Rice was 
outstanding yesterday. Um, I, th- I thought Rice was outstanding. We were quite up front. I mean, come um, on, Inketia missed, two. missed two. I mean, one of them was, was, come on. I mean, that was not good enough. You know, if that's Harry Kane, if that's... If that's most it's a shame. I mean, are you talking about when he took it on the turn and he, he was very near the keeper and he sort of dinked it over the bar? I mean, it was a good move. The other one yes. where he hit the post. Post, yeah. I'm probably listen, Arsenal fans are going, you know, a lot of Arsenal fans are like, shut up. He's I'm just saying it how I see it. He never lets us down. In fact, invariably, when he plays, we win. My big worry is this time, come March, come April, come May, where hopefully we are challenging. Is he going to be putting the ball in the net in those key games like Haaland, like Alvarez, like the kid at Liverpool who I think said standing Diaz, not Nunes, Diaz, who yeah. started the season? That's my worry about Arsenal. I just worry about Nketiah. I was Listen, he, he had two chances last night and um, you, you've got to put one of those away. You know, I think if you're going to be clinical yeah. in the premiership, um, I, I agree. Palace, Palace, um, Palace are OK. They're OK. You know, uh, I thought, listen, you were fortunate. You, you played them. Obviously, they've lost Zaha in the summer. So they, they're still yeah. getting... Elise didn't play. Elise didn't play. Um, yeah. Let's talk about the sending off because I'm sure you've got views. I don't, I can't, I, I don't want to get... I, you know, I start getting itchy. <laughs> I can't do this anymore. I can't watch a game like last night. And I am watching a referee who has booked Tommy Asu for wasting time and it wasn't even eight seconds it's 7.8 seconds now a few eagle-eyed pre- the previous throw-in the previous yeah. throw-in was 24 seconds <laughs> yeah right? and but in the premiership you yeah. have on average between 40 to 50 throw-ins right yeah so if a team takes 24 seconds per throw-in Mm. Per throw in, that's twenty minutes off a night. You know, listen, we all pay. We all pay good money to go to football. We want to. We want value for money. That's not value for money. You've taken nearly thirty. A hundred percent. But I need the consistency. We've never seen the sending off at White Hart Lane where we had. Sorry, the penalty at White Hart Lane two seasons ago when you beat us three 0 We've what, never the elbow. seen that. The elbow. We've never. <laughs> <laughs> And we've last night Tommy two years ago, players let it go, let it go. Honestly, it's, it's, last it's night, unhealthy. Do you think the second yellow? I mean, that for me, I think AU dived. I think he dived. Listen, but I know we have, I know, I know we have banter, right? The second yellow was a joke, right? I mean, I, I saw it in slow motion. I don't, I don't even think he dunked him. Um, and my you know, problem is, my problem is not only with the second yellow. If you're watching the game. Ayu, and I, I can't stand him because he has really been a, a, an annoying little forward against Arsenal over the years. He should have already been sent off. So my argument against, you know, Spurs fans who say, oh, you know, comes around, what goes around, blah, 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 is no. Arsenal, yet again, last night, have been done on a sending off. We've got no Tommy Asu now against Fulham. Timber out for the season. Luckily, we do have, I think, the best Scottish uh, defender, but it doesn't look like Arteta rates him, Tierney. So I'm not sure what we're going to do there. But I, you know, I I can't. What do you think about Eze? Did you think that was a penalty? Could have been. Yeah, it could have been a penalty. 
It could have been. I've got. I've spoken to two Arsenal fans today. One of them said never a penalty. The other one said no. It could have been. If you're a Palace fan, you've got to look at it fairly. If sorry, if you're a neutral, and I think it could have been a penalty, um, but I don't think it's going to happen. I think Arsenal are going to win that game two nil or three nil if Tommy Asu stays on the pitch. I think we controlled the game for the last ten minutes. That is what really, really impressed me. When Zinchenko and Jorginho and Kiwar came on, we looked good. And we kept Palace. And I know they're not going to win the league. They're not going to finish top six, Palace. I know that. We're not up against a Tottenham, a Brighton, a Villa, a mid-table to maybe top end. You know, I'm not going to say City or Liverpool. But I can't take the referee. I, I just can't take it. And last night, if we had lost that game... I'd be absolutely fuming. I'm just hoping it, it what you you know what comes around goes around. That's what I hope with referees. I think yeah. every fan looks at their match every game and they go, "Oh, the referee's got it in for us." And I, I know I'm 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 the worst at that. But the biggest time, issue I have about referees is probably more so uh, VAR. You can't really celebrate a goal because you just don't know what has happened in the build-up, even the penalty. Right last night they were looking to see if there was a foul in the build-up to yeah. not the actual foul but if yeah. uh, Partey you know yeah. Partey always gets away with things it seems but you know, <laughs> if, if Partey threw the uh, defender um, to, yeah. to, to the floor but no, the VAR uh, is, it's, it's, it's not a good situation at the moment you know it's, it's horrible because you know you and I listen we, we've supported or followed football for years you know when there's a goal you want to celebrate at 100% I know it works both ways you celebrate goes to bar and then it's given and then you celebrate again so it's a double whammy but you can never 100% celebrate because you just don't know what they're looking for um, unfortunately we come on to the big debate of the evening uh, let's just summarise the other quickly games. You were probably equally gutted as I was that uh, Chelsea got stuffed at the Hammers. Um, I watched that game, Jules. I don't know if you watched it. I watched yeah. it, and I've got to tell you, if I'm a Chelsea fan, I'm tearing my, I'm tearing my hair out because for the first half they looked really good. Sterling yeah. played absolutely brilliant. Um, uh, Enzo Fernandez was running the game in midfield defensively they look good you know a mistake on the corner and they've gone in they've missed the penalty um and then they've come out of the second half and i've got to tell you they didn't play well and west ham scored two well the goal from antonio who i know richarlison's mate antonio um <laughs> that was that's it's what it is worrying but i'm telling you now potch will he's going to get them together and i tell you why he's going to get them together because they've got some fantastic footballers and well, you know what? I don't know half their team. You know, some no, of but I've never heard of. They're going to have Enzo Fernandez, Casado, and Lavia. Yeah, he, he proved he was a hundred million pound player, didn't he? Casado, he was awful. <laughs> but I love Casado. I've got to tell you, he'll be good. I thought Jackson was fine. West Ham looked good. They looked good. They weren't as good as Chelsea, but listen, it happens. Uh, I don't know if you watched. I watched a little bit of um, Manchester City, Newcastle. Yeah, I got I got home from the Spurs game. I watched most of the second half. Um, I mean, cracking goal um, to win it. Uh, but, cracking goal. You know, Newcastle played well. Yeah, they did. They dirty, did. dirty, strong and dirty, and bringing them down and and going there and you know that he comes across as a really lovely guy. Eddie Howe, but he's he's building a unit there and a couple more players 
a couple more players and they're going to be... I'm not saying they won't finish top four this season because I think they can, but very impressed. You've had the big advantage, obviously, now with the news that broke within the last week. Um, And even further good news for you today. I mean, uh, today's news with uh, Pep undergoing back surgery. Um, He's going to be out for a few weeks. But De Bruyne being out to the new year, that's a big plus. Joking aside, that is a big... Is that a title-changing injury? Possibly. Have you seen their first 10 fixtures? It's the equivalent of Arsenal and Tottenham playing Boreham Wood, Enfield, St Albans. Seriously, I'm looking at their fixtures and I actually, honestly, I, I know they played Newcastle, but it was at home. I'm looking for an away game and I'm going to be turning 41 <laughs> on October the 7th. And that's their first away game is at us on October. the. And it literally got Sheffield United this week away from home. Um, I think yeah, you, you, you've, had a, you've, you've had a tough start, haven't you? You know, Forest, Palace and Fulham. I mean, I you can choose three of the best teams to play. I think, no, we've, we've had an easier start, but then we've got United, we've got Spurs, we've got our nemesis, we're going to Everton. Oh, God, I mean, I, I can't bear going to <laughs> oh, Everton. Don't talk to me about Everton. Did you watch their defending? I mean, well, I, I, think, I, saying, I think the I biggest saying. insult for Eric Dyer is even Everton aren't in for him. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Listen, I've got to tell you, Villa have got some good players as well. Yeah, no, that you know, Unai Emery is always good at home. He's a good manager at home. He struggles sometimes away from home, but Villa looked impressive. Um, I didn't I see think they're going to concentrate on on Europe. I mean, he's obviously got yeah. a fantastic European record. Um, but I've so, been worried for them if Ollie Watkins got injured. I would love Ollie Watkins. I mean, I, oh, sorry, I part of me thinks we should sell Richarlison, say, for 40 and bid 60, 70 for Watkins. Um, you won't get Ollie Watkins for 60, 70. No, I, probably more. not. The one you're uh, going to try and go for is, is well, I, I think you'll try and go for a younger guy now, but maybe in the future. But I think Arsenal should definitely go for him is Ivan Tony. You know, I mean, yeah. but who, who knows? I thought Villa... Villa looked good. I didn't see, I saw some footage of Fulham Brentford, and I actually think your result getting a redraw at Brentford, two all. Yes, they were missing Ben Mee. I checked on that, by the way. Their captain, Ben Mee, was missing in that game against you. But I have to tell you, they are a good side, and they pulled. I watched a little bit of the footage of Spurs Brentford again, and you, you were probably slightly the better side, but at times they were pulling you all over the place a bit. Yeah. They are a very hard side to play. So they, they were impressive. No, Brighton no. are just bloody magnificent to watch. Yeah. I mean, they really... I know they've only played Luton and, who was it, uh, Wolves on the weekend. Yeah. But uh, come on. They, he, you've got to give them credit. The manager is playing... Every week he comes out with a new formation, a new team, they, but they play football. And that Matoma, let me tell you, if Casado's worth 100 and whatever... That Matoma's got to be worth a hundred and a bit more, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm surprised um, when when Mares left City. I'm surprised City didn't go after him. Well, they bought somebody today for eighty million. Something. Yeah, fifty-five. Uh, Duku or oh, oh, only fifty-five. Yeah, yeah. Listen, only, uh, only. it's gonna be. I was I was listening the other night uh, to a friend of mine, and he said to me, "This is going to be one of the most open seasons." we've ever had. There is so many good teams. I still think City are favourites, even with De Bruyne out. I still think they're favourites. Um, but very interesting. Very, very interesting. 
Okay, so a new feature we've been talking about on on the podcast is uh, debates. Um, yeah. Who's better? So we yeah. thought, what better to start with? Topical um, is Harry Kane v a certain Thierry Henry. Yeah, yeah, and I've allowed you this, Jules. I've allowed you this, and I know you're going to come up with loads and loads of stats about how many goals per game and this and that, but I want you to honestly tell me the truth, right? Honestly, if Harry Kane had not been in your side the last five years and Thierry Henry from 2004 had in the last five or six years, honestly, do you think you would have had a better chance of winning trophies? No, I mean, Henri won trophies at Arsenal. No, forget, forget what he won. He was in a better team. He was in a much better team. team. Correct. You know, yeah. and, you know, you, you can't just point how many trophies, more trophies you've won, the better player you are. No, because... He was the better player. I'm, I'm agreeing with you on that because he was surrounded by Bergkamp. He was surrounded by Pires. He was surrounded by Vieira. Harry Kane was playing sometimes with, you know, Oliver Skip, Harry Winks. and who, I who was they? always terrified when we played Arsenal and Henri was playing. And I was mentally scarred by Henri because I was at the old Highbury when he walked through our defence. Oh, what a lovely And goal. then he ran <laughs> 40 yards to skid in front of us. Right? Were you there? Were I was there. there. Yeah, yeah. And so I've got a friend of mine who will be that. listening to this. A, a very, very, well, not really a friend of mine, more the brother of a, a very good best friend of mine. Not really talking to me at the moment, but that's the story for another day. And there's a picture, there's a picture that he's got of Henri <laughs> staring at him doing that. And uh, listen, honestly, Harry Kane has been magnificent. As a out-and-out centre-forward, I think he's actually been better than Thierry Henry. Because, but my argument is, you can't compare them. Henry, for me, is in the top two, three players that has, has ever played in Britain, Britain full stop. And I think he's in the top 20 players ever in all categories. He's not on Maradona, Messi, Ronaldo... Um, Zidane's level but he is that level just below that and Harry Kane I think one of the reasons by by the way he scored so many goals is that you've had literally apart from Son I, I don't know if you've had anybody else <laughs> no I'm not I'm not doing that as, as winding you no, guys up you know listen he scored 200 and what 13 goals for us I mean he scored 40 I think it is 40 or four headers. Um, so he, he's pretty good in the air as, as he he's is. Been magnificent. Um, he, he's been outstanding. I, I must admit, listen, pace always petrifies the opposition and opposition fans. Henri, when he was at, you know, in full flow running at you. Um, I mean, they're different players. I mean, you know, Kane's never had the pace Henri had. Um, when he started, when he came into the side, the kind of 15, 16, 17, he was a lot. I watched him against Bayern, actually. Uh, sorry, for Bayern the other night. And, you know, he's still got, he's a different player now, you know. Yeah, but he holds up the play. He plays deeper. I mean, his link play. I mean, 
you know, last season, as well as being our best striker, he was our best midfielder. I mean, his link-up play. Yeah, um, listen, as a... As a yeah, as an he can pass the ball like Hoddle at times. Yeah, yeah. As an all-round footballer, he is one of the best players that has played in British football in the last five, six, seven years. No question. And I think we can, you know, I can take the mickey and say he's a loser. He never won anything for Spurs and all of that. He never you know, did anything for England. But Henri also, Henri also let Arsenal down at certain times. But he, as a footballer, is, for me, one of the greatest footballers that's ever played. And I'd have him in the top 20 players of all time. Harry Kane, I don't think, is in that uh, level of the top 20. That's that's my opinion. And I also think if you ask the neutrals, and we can do a little poll if you want, we can do a little poll. Yeah. Non-Arsenal. I think the neutrals would probably agree with me, Jules. Well, Arsenal tend to win most polls, as we know on Twitter. Um, listen, I think they're both. I think they're both fabulous players. Um, you know, Kane's got more goals for Spurs. Admittedly, he played for a longer period for Spurs than Henri did. Yeah. Um, but internationally, he scored more um, international goals for England than, than Henri did for France. Um, Explosive power, Henri. Uh, unbelievable. But, uh, you know... Who, 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 at their peak, who at their peak would you rather have in your side? And I think most neutrals... And I, by the way, Kane, I, I know he's he's been a nightmare for you, Henri, but Kane, for me, seeing him not put on that shirt is an absolute delight because he has scored so many goals against Arsenal. I know a lot of them have been penalties, but some of those headers, that goal when he took off I his mean, mark. He scored 14 goals against the Arsenal. Yeah. I mean, Henri scored five against Spurs. Let's both admit, Henri wins this argument. Not hands down. 100% no. 100% no. I mean... Uh, Henri wins it. And we're Kane, doing a little poll. Kane has got more, more Premier League goals, more international goals, more headers, more penalties. Um, and he didn't score that many free kicks, but probably more free kicks. Anyway, he certainly got more penalties. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what do we what, what what about the um what about this coming week? We've got some big games. Spurs, yet again, another easy game. Oh yeah, Bournemouth really easy, and you're you've got the mighty Fulham at home. I got to tell you, you seem to be at home, don't you? I got to tell you, I'm I'm happy Mitrovic is no longer there because I'm he sure always does well against us. We'll start with Bournemouth, but I I have to admit, I don't know who Bournemouth are actually playing up front at the moment, but I was so impressed with what they did at the end of last season. Um, yeah. So, uh, will it be tricky? It's a 12.30 kickoff, isn't it? Madison yep. is maybe not playing. Is I don't true? think he's going to. Uh, I think they won't risk him. Uh, it's not a bad injury. I, I heard it's a, no. a minor strain. Three to ten days. Um, I'm going to hope. I'm going to hope for one all. That's that's my heart. My head is telling me 3-1 Spurs. I'm hoping for one all. Um they're pretty good at scoring the first goal and then they don't seem to hold on, do they? That's yeah, the I mean, I, I went to Bournemouth last year when they went 2-0 up and, and we came back with a last-minute winner. Um, yeah. You know, it's... it's. Listen, you know, I'm not saying because we won on Saturday we're going to... You know, you never know with Spurs and it's still too early to know what Spurs team are going to turn up. Um, yeah. And without Madison, you know... And you've knows. got Fulham in the... But, um... Listen, if you want to do anything, you've got to go to the likes of Bournemouth and win. 
you know. Yeah, yeah. And you've um, got, haven't you got Fulham though in the Carabao? We've got Fulham in the biggest. He's got to take that seriously. Competition in England next Tuesday night. Yes. Yeah, why? Um, sorry. Why are you playing? I, I'm not understanding why you're playing in that round. It. How come you're playing that round? I think they wanted, obviously, a big name to sort of just help promote the competition. Um, and, and, so and we, that's why Fulham are in Happy to oblige. <laughs> yeah, I think, listen, unfortunately, I do think you'll win. Um, and Arsenal against Fulham. Um, well, again, if we don't win that, you know, we can't really discuss any title credentials. Um, hopefully Zinchenko will be back. Jesus is not back. I know that. Timber obviously is going to be out until probably April. Um, I think we will. I think we will win. Um, I hope we win, and it would be good for um, Martinelli and Saka to get on the score sheet if we do. But it'll be a hard game because let me tell you, last year we played them right right at this time of the season. I actually thought they deserved to, if not beat us, draw, at least draw, and we got a last minute goal. You got a last so minute winner, didn't you? Yeah. yeah, he's a he's a good manager. He's a good yeah, no, he is. He is. I think, I think they're going to lose him to Saudi Arabia this summer. Yeah, I think their yeah. captain might be out. Uh, Reem, is it Reem? I'm not sure. He got sent off against Brentford. Well, so... hopefully uh, the player that we had, um, Vinicius, will, will, will be leading the oh, line. Oh, yes. Oh, um, or... What's your prediction for Arsenal? Uh, Arsenal, 3-0. And Spurs? 2-1 Spurs. Listen, we will talk about it all on Sunday evening, no doubt. Sunday um, evening, looking forward to it. Looking forward have a good to week. Um, and oh, until have a great then, week. just remember, North London is Sports Social Podcast Network.